This life system is really for each unique human to create on their own that is designed for themselves. It's not a one size fits all, you know? And so I think that that's really the key. When each person can realize that they are worthy of living according to their unique, beautiful, radical self, you know, and then they begin to shine and they begin to express that to the world. And they feel that freedom and that empowerment, you know, that I just feel that that's really the ultimate. Welcome to Captivate the Room with your host, internationally known voice expert, Tracy Goodwin, an award-winning speaker who has taught hundreds around the globe to make a big impact with their voice. This podcast is for anyone who wants to step onto a bigger stage, make a bigger impact, and have a voice that makes people listen. Presentation matters, and the voice is the missing link. Join in and you'll see why. Welcome to the podcast. I'm your host, Tracy Goodwin, and I'm so glad to have you with me today as always. Thank you so much for your shares and your downloads and for being a subscriber. I love being on this voice journey with you. And I've got an incredible show for you today. I've got another guest episode. And the woman that's coming on the show is really, really special to me. I've known Joy for, I guess, probably about a year now. We have worked together and she's literally just an absolute light. Let me tell you a little bit about her. Joy Duche loves spreading love in the world. And she does an amazing job at it, I have to tell you. She loves helping people awaken to their unique beauty because once our beauty is realized, we light up differently, brighter. We begin to live a more dynamic and fulfilling experience of ourselves. We look towards our purpose and we feel more joy and awe in just being alive. And you are going to see that this is what this woman is all about. She's a holistic life guide and breathwork energy healer, utilizing a variety of supportive esoteric modalities. She works with crystals, Reiki, sound healing, as well as somatics, intuitive therapeutic coaching, and Mother Nature herself. She's also a creative and a shapeshifter. She works with spirit and is continually inspired with curiosity and wonder toward world change. Her sun is very tightly conjunct Venus astrologically, so she has a great appreciation for aesthetics and beauty in all areas of lifestyle. And she is absolutely the essence of beauty. You're going to hear from her in just a minute. But years ago, she created something called the Joyful Approach that emerged during a great transformation in her life after suffering with grief and illness from the tragic loss of her brother. She suffered for years with sadness, PTSD, and depression, leading to an ischemic stroke when she was just 29 years old and the mother of two young girls. While recovering from the stroke, she began to question how she was living her life and realized that until then, she'd been living life without true meaning. She was unfulfilled, escaping, and numbing. When she looks back, the entire process was an awakening into holistic and spiritual path. She felt the possibility of rebirth growing in her and began the journey into deep 
healing, and learning, fascinated by the miracles that quickly followed and realized her life was destined to intertwine in her own growth and the sharing of her story with the world. And she has literally done the work. Now, I know you guys get so weary from me saying, I am so excited about my guest today, but I got to tell you, I'm so excited about my guest today. I mean, I, I love all my guests. You know that, and you know how much care I take in picking my guests, but I have to be honest with you. Today's guest is extra special. This is one of the most extraordinary people that has ever entered my life. And, I, and I've been trying, she's very, very busy. And I've been trying to get her on the show for several months and I've just been patiently waiting. And today is the day. You are absolutely going to learn so much and just fall in love with joy. I know you're going to love hearing from her. So let's head on over to the show. Joy, I am so glad to have you with me today. (laughs) Tracy, I love you. I am so, so giddy and excited myself. The feelings are so mutual. Thank you for having me. It's such an honor to finally be with you and to be an honor on your show. I, I mean, there aren't even enough words to say and to express how meaningful you are in my life. And so to be here with you, it's truly a gift. Oh my gosh, that is so beautiful. And thank you so much. And I I feel the exact same way. I could not have said it better. I mean, we could literally sit here and turn this into a gush fest because I just, I admire this woman and her work. And I just talk about a gift. I mean, what a gift when this woman came into my life. And I've been patiently waiting to get you on the show to share you with all my amazing listeners. So let's uh, let's just start at the beginning. I'm just going to start uh, start right from the beginning. I want you to, in a nutshell, tell us what you do because you do so many things, but it all comes together and we'll bring it all together. But if somebody walks up to you and says, hey, what do you do? What do you, how do you answer? Okay, I am a holistic lifestyle guide. And I'm also um, in the healing arts and an energy healer. I facilitate breath work, which is a modality that helps people clear out what's blocking them from living with freedom and love in their life and authenticity. And you do it so well. You are, you know, I, I think that, I don't think your mother could have named you anything more perfect than Joy because you literally light up the room. Now, but life wasn't always like that. What life, you didn't always feel like you lit up the room. What led you to what unique work? What led you to it? Thank you, Tracy. Um, so about 18 years ago, I suffered an ischemic stroke. And I feel that the that was truly like the turning point after suffering with lots of sadness and grief. Um, losing my brother to a very tragic death prior to that and just escalating sadness and, uh, you know, episodes of throughout my life of suffering. I felt that in the year that I was recovering from this stroke was when I truly woke up. I had an awakening and began to question the meaning in my life and, you know, in being restricted uh, and debilitated while I was recovering, 
I then began to value my life in a way that I never did before. And I felt that that was truly where I began to uh, wake up and, um, you know, and I'm sorry, perceive my life in such a new way. And so I embarked on holistic lifestyle. And uh, through that time of seeking all the holistic modalities and a holistic world and spiritual world, it was like I was reborn again. Mm. Mm. So, And I want to break down, I do want to talk about all the unique things that you do because I believe that they are all special and powerful. But I want to, I want to talk about this for a moment. I know I'm starting a little heavy, but I think that this is part of the power in Joy's work. There's, it's powerful work, but I think her story lends itself to so much of the power of what she's able to do for people because I feel like you have a deep understanding of pain and suffering. Absolutely. And I think you have a deep understanding of pain and suffering in the world and what people, how people are navigating the world with that pain and suffering. Would you agree with that? Yeah, for sure. I, I mean, I see it all day long with clients and people around me. And I think that I was always in tune to feeling other people's pain. I was mm-hmm. an empath from, you know, the day that I... <laughs> was incarnated on this planet. And, uh, I feel that sometimes I just walk into the streets. I can feel myself holding the pain and the, and the weight of the world, you know? Mm-hmm. And so it's probably what, uh, facilitates this drive and this life mission to want so badly to create, you know, a positive impact in the world and change. Because and that's your passion, absolutely. That's your driver behind all of this, isn't it? That to alleviate suffering of mankind. Yes, for sure. And and to be a transmission of love and joy to radiate that light, so that we can spread love and light to heal pain, to heal suffering. Mm-hmm. Well, I know you and I have talked about this before, but is it is is it hopeless? Are we in a, in a place right now where people just have to suffer and everything's just hopeless? Are, are people buying into something without realizing that there's actually relief? I don't know. Does that question make sense? It makes sense to me. And I'm so glad that you asked that question. It's a, it's a wonderful question, Tracy. What I feel is that Absolutely no. Like I feel like we're all experiencing this radical shift. People are awakening, like mm-hmm. right in front of me, front and center. I mean, I just look back to my sangha on Tuesday night, and the sangha is uh, a gathering of community. I feel very passionate about bringing people together to bring like the like-minded and together in community. And I open up my home to create these circles where people can come and they can heal in a safe environment. They can share openly, vulnerably. And so I have people that come from all over, all levels of, you know, practice of spirituality or not, you know? I mean, I definitely believe that we're all spiritual beings. If we have a spirit and a soul, we are spiritual. 
but some of us are practice, practicing more than others. And so, you know, we come to these circles so that we can heal. And that's the, the ultimate mission, right, of the asakas is to come together in a safe environment collectively and heal with one another. And so just looking at that and looking at the transformation from the beginning of the night to the end of the night and the responses after, people are radically waking up to a deeper experience of themselves. And as they do, and they allow for more presence, for more time to reflect, to, for more awareness, we can then, as a collective, expand to that consciousness. Mm-hmm. We can all begin to spread more love, more light, more care, more concern. And so we have to, we have to honor that and make time, make you know, space to, um, to pause and to distance ourselves from all that noise that's distancing ourselves from that, those higher frequencies. Mm-hmm. And you see, you think people are waking up. That's yeah, I, that's what I think. But you think people are coming to the realization that, hey, wait a minute, maybe I don't have to be miserable and suffering. Maybe there is another way. Absolutely, and it's why I mean, people like me and you and healers all around, and you know, we're we're busier than ever. I don't mm. know about you, but yes, like, it's crazy. I mean, yeah. I'm like. <laughs> You know, so intense. It's like Christmas, you know, 12 months out of the year. Yeah. People are wanting to feel better. They're wanting to have more awareness within themselves. They want to be more connected to their inner self. Mm-hmm. And so they don't want to live in that paradigm anymore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are there people, do you feel like though there's a percentage of people that does not even realize there's another option? Oh, yeah. We're always going to have that. Yeah. And then they begin to, some, they, get, they begin to get uncomfortable. They get that mm. nudge of discomfort. And so it's all a process. And uh, there is definitely a spectrum. And so there are those people on, that spe- on the spectrum where they're, you know, they're not there yet, but they're starting to get the nudge is what I am experiencing and observing. Yeah. Well, I think, do you find that people are just kind of getting exhausted by what we're living in now with the anger and the, you know, such a challenging world that just the, I mean, you mentioned the busyness, but even beyond that, the, the anger and the division and things that, that are just really intense right now. Do you think that that's taking a toll on people? And they're like, okay, what do I do? How do I change this? How do I be different? Yeah. I mean, look at the media and all of what's happening in, you know, in that part of the world. I personally don't even watch the news. I can't watch the news. Right. Disrupts my nervous system. But um, yeah, there are definitely people that are super angry and very um, reactive um, and you know, it's just a matter of time until they figure out that there's another way and there's another yeah. option. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's talk about some of these things that you do. You are amazing. You're just, you do all kinds of things. Let's talk about breath work for a minute. A lot of my listeners have heard me talking about breathing 
and how important it is and why we've got to get connected to the breath and all of these things. But you take breathing to a whole nother level in your breath work. So tell us what that is and what the benefits are and why we want to, why we might want to get into that a little bit. Mm -hmm. Thank you. It's probably one of my favorite topics to talk about. So I get all lit up and excited. Um, So I found breath work myself through a complete synchronicity, cosmic, you know, spark that guided me to breath work. Um, Breath work is a wonderful modality. It's probably one of the most powerful modalities for healing uh, old energy, old trauma, stuck patterns that we're so used to repeating. Um, things that we're not even aware of that block us from feeling more vitality, more clarity, freedom, joy, love, all the wonderful things that we want to feel. And, you know, uh, it's, it's a very, uh, active way of breathing that gets us to bypass our conscious mind and pull up from our subconscious and pull up all this gnarly stuff that's hanging out in our system. Um, you know, whether it's shame, guilt, fear, um, sadness, doubt, um, all the stuff that those limiting beliefs, stories that we keep repeating and telling ourselves, uh, that lie within our system and underneath our tissue and, you know, tendons and all of our, and throughout our bodies. So when we can breathe in a three-part breath, the way that, um, this alchemical, I call it like an alchemical breath work, uh, when we breathe in the circular pattern in an active way, we can then pull up all these, these emotions. They come to the surface and we're like literally like scraping the debris of all this stuff and moving it out. We're moving energy out of our system. And it's, it's just so wild what happens throughout a breath work. I, I'm calling them journeys. Um, my, the members of the Sangha the other night were all, you know, they all afterwards were like, that was each person had a very completely different, unique journey. And so I take people through a journey to release what's uniquely uh, blocking them, each and every one of them, to alleviate um, all that stuff that's holding them back. And, and once you, that is released, is it gone forever? That's a great question too. So um, with the breath work, I want to say that it's almost as if we're like peeling the skin of an mm-hmm. onion. So we're just clearing layer by layer. And so the first time that you do it, you might have so much stuff. It's like, you know, we're like, uh, you know, really like peeling so much out of our system. And then the second time might feel a little different, you know, and it's always going to be different because if this is a very, um, connected to our soul and our spirit mm-hmm. and we work with spirit to clear out. So it's, um, it's what the soul really desires to release in mm-hmm. each and every session. And so I always, um, suggest or encourage, uh, my clients to approach each one as a completely new experience and to take a beginner's mind and not to have any expectation and just to allow the soul to really do its work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love that. And, you know, the other day I read an article, I can't, or I was reading something and the gist of it was, oh yeah, I tried that. It didn't really work. Mm-hmm. Whatever it was came back. And I thought, no, I think there are multi layers 
And that's what I hear you saying is, okay, we clear off the big top layer, but then there's all, it's kind of like in voice work, you know, you uncover something and then there were things that we didn't even know were there underneath. It's kind of like that. Yeah. Oh, I I mean, I think I said this to you from the very first day that we worked together, Tracy, that there's so much synergy between the work that you do and facilitate and the work that uh, the breath work facilitates as well. I I definitely feel like there's, it's very similar. Yes. Because we are just peeling layers and, and, and we never, I I don't think I can, I've done like hundreds of uh, breathwork sessions myself, Mm. if not more. And, you know, I don't, I've never walked away and said it didn't work. It always Mm -hmm. works. It works because what's needed to clear out, we'll clear out what's needed to make, what we need to make space for will be, you know, cleared out. Mm -hmm. So, Mm -hmm. Yeah, so New York, be on the lookout when I get back. We'll be doing some <laughs> we'll be doing some some events together. <laughs> I cannot wait. I am so excited. I know, I know. I literally have a countdown calendar. I'm <laughs> like counting down with you. <laughs> I know. I know. Well, you know, I read this most extraordinary book years ago and called The Body Keeps the Score. And it was talking about how the, you know, every piece of trauma that we have and and trauma, you know, can be big trauma or it can be little trauma. It can be literally somebody snapped at you. And that's what it sounds like. It's very related. It sounds like we're releasing the score that the body has kept locked up and getting it out of the body. Oh yeah. And then um, how amazing does it feel when you've, you know, just shed some trauma or some some energy that's been like feeling kind of gnarly in your, in your body or in your system. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. So that's breath work. Now I know you do other modalities as well. You energy, energy, you work with energy. Tell us the other things that you do, because I know you do so many extraordinary things. Thank you. So I'm, I, what I'll do is I'll walk you through a session with me. Oh, cool. Yeah. So we can do it that way. And then I can talk a little bit more about other stuff that I do as well. Um, okay. So if a client, uh, the, the way that a session is designed is that a client will usually come to me, um, for a session, but before they do, I like to send them an assessment, uh, an intake form just to mm-hmm. see what's going on with, uh, all the, components of the holistic lifestyle and just some more emotional, um, areas or, you know, um, yeah, some emotional idea, um, components. So, um, this is for them to also work with their own consciousness in a reflective way. Um, so I'll glance at that or work through that and then probably work with their energy before uh, a session. So I'm setting intention. I do a meditation and I'm, you know, already working with their energy. They'll come, they come in, I, you know, just cleanse them with some sage and then have them sit down. And then we begin some intuitive therapeutic talk, ask them what's going on for them. Um, you know, what, what, the, what's on their heart in that very moment and what, uh, has been stirring up or what brought them in. And then it's just a discovery exploration, uh, talk that we go through and we start to come up the client. I allow the client to do most of the talking. I'm mostly asking questions that I feel are, uh, most important to then bring into the session. 
the breathwork session. And so then they come inside to the healing room and I have a wonderful bio mat with thousands of amethyst crystals that they get mm. to lie on. And I um, will just get them into a very meditative state so they can already begin to relax and let go. And we call on our guides and, you know, uh, try to, you know, think it's because it's very intuitive. So yeah, it might be different for some clients, you know, for other than others. And so then we begin the alchemical breath work. I have, I get them breathing and they begin to release and journey. And I'm using crystals as well. and also certified with the crystal healing. So I'm going to facilitate with crystals and utilize the crystals that I feel called to use for them, depending on what's going on for them. And they work wonderful. The wisdom of the crystals are just beautiful. And, uh, they guide me, I guide that. It's just lovely to work with the crystals as well throughout a session. I will work hands-on with energy manipulation where I feel that there is stuck energy. I also use Reiki, which is um, you know certified in Reiki uh, level one and two. And so wherever my hands guide me, but I'm really, really guided by... Um, higher force. I am, you know, it's very channeled. So a lot of times I don't even remember Mm. what is happening and, uh, what I am even what's coming through me, what I'm saying, what I'm, you know, it's not from the cognitive mind. So it's very lovely and it's just always a gift. I could feel, I can sense lots of, um, energy coming through my body and it will tell me where to go as well. And what affirmations to call out and help, uh, assist the client with. And so, um, I'll guide them and help them release energy in different ways as well. I'm also very tuned into the shamanic practice as well. Um, this is, this was also, uh, just came to me as a synchronicity with a call to nature and a, a very profound connection to mother earth. And so I'm also very in tune to how nature and the four directions, the medicine wheel will also facilitate journeying for me and for the client. So there's a whole bunch of stuff that I just, (laughs) you know, um, I sometimes will need to, I I use massage modalities if needed um, in some areas that I feel will help alleviate some stuck energy too. Mm. And then I get them into a relaxed state after about 40 minutes to then begin a sound symphony. And they get to really restore and bring their chakras, bring their um, physiological body back into harmony while they just melt into this sound journey. And so I use a gong and crystal bowls and Tibetan bowls. Now I just received my Tibetan bowls, which is so fun from all the way from Nepal. And um, yeah, it's just some sound instruments. And and that's pretty much how we seal the work. Um, we seal the work after with like a reintegration where the client then can ask some questions or just share a little bit about their um, their experience. And they always leave with some takeaways, 
usually a follow-up after with um, some resources and guidance for them to uh, go about a daily practice. Mm. Sometimes I'm guiding them with meditation practice. I can, you know, that's uh, something that I've also feel is very important for my mm-hmm. clients and just all of us in general to, yeah. to, to have. So that's pretty much the, the session. Um, and then there is the holistic life system. It's called the joyful approach life system that I've formulated years ago. And this is something that I am really very, very passionate about teaching and spreading to the world because it's something that I feel if, if it's understood and if it's practiced, it can be the biggest game changer, you know, in, in our lives. To yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about that. Uh, first of all, a beautiful name, the joyful approach. How can you go wrong there? You know, it already, it sounds perfect, but let's talk about that because I know that's your signature program. It was designed with so much love and so much care and to, to literally create miracles, that program was designed. So let's talk about what is, what is the joyful approach? What are the moving parts of it? What is it comprised of? Thank you. So it's a multidimensional life system. And there, is, there are two tiers of the joyful approach life system. The first tier uh, is based on how our lives are impacted in the now. And these, um, the tenets of the first tier are how we move, how we sleep, how we think, which has to do with our life purpose, how we breathe, mm. how we hydrate, and how we nourish. Mm. Okay. And then the second tier has to do with our emotions and how we navigate relationships with ourselves and with others. It's more emotional, more spiritual. And these components are about boundary setting, about living intentionally, about self-love and self-acceptance, living authentically, uh, our core values in place, having them in place, and then having our daily practice. And so when we begin to understand all those components and we begin to really um, devote and dedicate our time and our energy to these components, we then begin to find um, alignment that brings us into into the states of joy and love and where we're feeling more vital and optimal in our lives. We feel more spiritually connected. And so many of these things, these things almost sound obvious, breathing and and sleeping and hydrating all of them sound obvious but yet so many people are not executing most of these things in their day to day is that right or or wrong oh uh, a thousand percent yeah 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 so the idea is that i'm guiding people mm. with the with these tenants however it's super simple. And if you can just devote and realize and be in tune to where those areas might be out of balance, and then we can course correct and come back and work on those areas and set intentions. So you see, they're all connected. This 
it's a beautiful, uh, it's mm-hmm. kind of like a Merkaba, like a, a multidimensional um, visual of, of our life system. And when we can see that if we can live intentionally, we can then bring our nourishment back into balance and we can set intentions to maybe uh, prepare our meals in advance, meal prep, or you know, do the grocery shopping at the organic or the farmer market rather than, you know, just rely on junk that, you know, we happen to find on the way to work in the morning, you know, or something right. like that. Right. right. So, yeah. And, and when one, per, for example, if your core value, one of your core values is towards wellness and health, well, then you're going to set the intention to then, you know, be very intentional about where you're, you're shopping for your groceries and what you're about to uh, nourish your body with your temple. We see mm-hmm. the body as a temple. We then begin to value it in a totally different way. I love that you said that about we begin to value it in a different way because that's one of the. Of course, I think the program is extraordinary, and I think everybody needs to. When she rolls this out, you must sign up. I will remind you. <laughs> I, I mean, I know you're doing it, but she's going to have a whole course of videos and everything. But I love that value. And because sometimes I wonder if people even know what their values are anymore. Do they even know what they value? And that coupled with is all the core problem that we're just like you mentioned earlier, we're moving too fast. We don't even have time to know what we value. Oh, I love what you just said, which leads me to talk about what I think is most important in the world is that we need to get in touch with ourselves. We need to learn who we truly are again, you know, because what happened is that we've been so distanced from our core authentic self and our truth. Mm -hmm. And with that distance, with all the noise and all that, I mean, the continuous pattern, the daily grind, we've been so distant from our own value system that we then begin to live according to other value systems that aren't ours, which causes sadness. It causes depression. It causes anger, resentment, because we're not living according to who we truly are. So once we can establish our core values again, our value system, that's true for each and every one of us in a unique design we then begin to, we, go, we can then go ahead and set intentions about how we want to live our unique design blueprint. Yeah. And it, we, just, we just end up being numb, right? Okay. Oh, you yeah. know, I mean, one of my questions, and I know the answer, so it's kind of a rhetorical question, but people don't have, I mean, this program the, is leading us to joy and freedom and so many things, but leading us to joy. And are people just, have existed for so long now, they're just, they're, they've settled for numb. Like they maybe have even forgotten what joy is. Yes. And what I am so passionate about is, is guiding people to find that joy, but it's the unique beauty within each and every unique human in the world. And so you know, that's, this is really important for me to say and to mention that this life system is really for each unique human to create on their own that is designed for themselves. 
it's not a one size fits all, you know? And so I think that that's really the key when each person can realize that they are worthy of living according to their unique, beautiful, radical self, you know, and then they begin to shine and they begin to express that to the world and they feel that freedom and that empowerment, you know, that I just feel that that's really the ultimate. Well, and that is radically different than the comparison world we live in of social media. Mm-hmm where we're constantly, you know, we're making the choice to do it, but we're constantly being bombarded with, oh, wow, look how, look what they look like and look how great they're doing. And we don't know that to be the truth, but we, we strive for something that is so not who we really are. And that's causing lots of suffering, to be honest. It's what, I mean, I witnessed that all day long with my clients and you know, uh, peers and, you know, just people in general, it's, it's, it's so sad to me. So, um, that's why we really have to do our work. It's so important that we do this kind of work on a daily. Yeah. Have a system in place and really the courage to stand, stand up and, and be who we really are. You know, I see it in, and that's one of the things that I love so much about your work. And I, and I hear you saying about your sessions. I mean, it was almost like, well, how do I do these sessions? Because it's so individualized, like my work. It's not, well, here's step one. Well, we'll find out step one when I hear your voice. But to have that courage to, no, I'm actually, I don't actually value that. No, I actually do want to have a cucumber instead of a, you know, whatever it is. I think that we almost live in a world where that almost takes courage. I don't know. Does that resonate with you on any level that we need to muster up some courage and, and really be true to who we are? Oh my God. It's, I, that, that's the core of what I do is yeah. to empower people to really find that unique, authentic, part of themselves and bring that forward and really, you know, clear out what distance them from, from that authenticity. Yeah. What keeps people from finding that or seeking that? Is it about sense of belonging? Is it about fitting in? Is it about not standing out? Is it, what, what do you think it is that keeps us, we just stay in line and just kind of do what everybody else is doing? I think there's a number of things of um, factors, you know, it has to do with our, the way that we were parented, which I know our parents all meant the best for us, mm-hmm. for both of us. Mm-hmm. Um, and yet that could have caused some disruption. Then there is uh, conditioning, societal pressures, you know, I mean, media, social media, what, what social media is dictating. There's, you know, there's just like a number of things and just the paradigms that we subscribe to living towards and yeah, the need to belong, the need to be accepted, to fit in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to shift gears now. Okay. And you may laugh when I ask this question, you may, but I'm, I'm curious what, what you say about this. I obviously do very unique work that sometimes I can, people don't say anything, but I think sometimes people are like, Ooh, that's a little out there. Right. As healers, as people that do the kind of work that we do, 
knowing what you do, from your perspective, what do you think it is that people get wrong about the work that you do? What is an assumption that might keep people from really looking seriously at this kind of work? That's a great question. Um, thank you. I what I what I'm going to say is that I think people feel intimidated that they have to have some kind of spiritual practice or they have to feel, I'm sorry, or they feel like they need experience in such a way. Um, so yeah, I think that's pretty much what would keep someone away from it. Almost like they have to have it to get, it's like you clean up the house before the housekeeper comes kind of thing. They kind of have to have it together before they can dive in to this kind of work. Is it, is that kind of what you're saying? Yeah, absolutely. I also think that with the joyful approach life system, like being that I am a holistic life guide, they're afraid to get out of their comfort zone. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a big one. I wonder about judgment too. I wonder if people, I know I see that in the voice world that people, people get on a call with me or they, they go to work with me and there's, and a lot of them will say it, but I think some of them think it that they're, afraid that I'm immediately assessing and analyzing and judging what I hear, which that's just not even part of the equation for me because I'm everybody's biggest fan that works with me. But I wonder if, I wonder if that's part of something that might keep people from really diving in that, oh man, I've, I've got so much shame or guilt or I've done so many, I, I, you know, I, I'm going to be judged. I'm not good enough to do this work. Yeah. It's a big one. And I think that keeps people away from doing a lot of this kind of work. The funny thing is, um, I'll just share with you. I signed up for a course recently and it, and it had me, one of the assignments was to reach out to about 20 people and ask them what, you know, people that I worked with or people that know me well, uh, what were three of my attributes like what are the, the the qualities that stand out the most when when uh, when they work with me and so I would say about 90 percent of the people uh, replied with no judgment <laughs> they were astonished that you know there was just the safety where they never felt judged by me no matter you know and so I think that's really um, like I mean, to me, I was kind of like shocked because um, I definitely, of course, never judge. Yeah, you know, and 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 that's um, what I feel really creates a safe environment for people to do the work. But I think that people do hesitate because they are afraid of being judged. Yeah. yeah. And what would you say to those people? What would you say to my listeners that are thinking, "Boy, that woman sounds really cool. I'd like to check that out," but man, I just I don't know for what, for any of these reasons, I, I want to be judged. I don't have it together enough. Um, I, I don't really know if, you know, whatever they're thinking, what would you say to those listeners? I would say, come and try it out. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> oh my God. I would, I love meeting people of all, like all walks of life. And I just feel that my, there is such a beautiful 
feeling of connection when I get to meet someone new or, you know, a reoccurring client. I just love it. I love to help people feel better. I love to awaken them to their unique beauty. I feel, I think I've said this in my last newsletter. It's funny. I said, one of my superpowers is like this x-ray lens into someone's unique beauty. And I want to bring that out in it. And so, you know, whether you've never, ever embarked on anything like this before, come and try it out because, you know, just trust in, in a new pathway, trust in a new possibility, trust that you have a gift inside of you that is ready to be shared with the world. We mm-hmm. all have these attributes that are just hanging out right inside of us. Does everybody have a purpose? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And that's so if that's- they're yeah, if their purpose is even just to get to know themselves better, that is mm-hmm. a purpose in itself. Mm-hmm. And that's what, the reason I said that is that's what I hear you saying in that. Come explore, find out who you are, but find out what you're put here to do. You know, I know that we had a, a conversation one time. And I remember telling you, I said, you know, I remember one day walking across Second Avenue in New York City and I said, I don't think it was a good day. I don't remember, but I, I remember feeling a little lost. And I remember saying, God, what am I, what am I supposed to do? Mm-hmm. And the voice I heard said, just be the, be the light. Mm-hmm. I just need you to be the light, Tracy. And that, that's what I always think about. I probably won't even be able to handle it when I'm in the same room with you. You know, it's just the gentleness of your soul and the, you really are the light and we've talked about how crucial that is that no matter how people do out in the world, that we be the light. Okay, next question. What's the greatest challenge people you see you see people face today? Anxiety. Mm, yes. And is the busyness of the world driving that or lots of factors driving that anxiety? I would say the busyness causing lots of fear, you know, it's Mm. causing, yeah, people are really afraid and stressed out. And I bet that breath work, does that breath work really shift that anxiety? Oh yeah. 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 It's, it's truly miraculous work. It really is. And really helps in so many different ways. Um, to alleviate anxiety and stress and to um, heal also uh, some, I'm sorry, to heal the immune system, um, bring the chakras back into balance. Um, It helps us to find um, answers and to find clarity and to uh, get connected with our intuition. Mm -hmm. So yeah, many Mm -hmm. things. Yeah, as you were as you were saying that, and and you know, I don't want to go down a to go down a rabbit hole like I tend to do, but I was, as you were saying all that, I was thinking it's just being totally disconnected from source, like oh. you mentioned earlier. It's just like this, you know. I just can see a leaf just flying through the wind, and like not attached to the tree anymore. Is yeah, a huge part of it. It has to be. Yeah, Absolutely. yeah, yeah. And talk about suffering. Oh my gosh, to be anxious all the time and to be in fear all the time. 
Yeah, it's so hard for me to um, not take that on, like not take mm. on me when I see a client that's really living in so much anxiety and I just want to help them so much. I can spend like, you know, if a session is supposed to be 90 minutes, I want to spend three hours with <laughs> them, like, you know, really, but I, I mean, I'm a, I can't save the world, but I can try to help them. And so, right. but yeah, there's, there's just so much, um, so many people suffering with anxiety, unfortunately. Yeah. And kids, teenagers, young people suffering from anxiety. Yeah. What is our greatest gift that we don't see? Time. Oh, yes. Yes, we don't realize how precious it is, do we? Yes. How do we change that? Pause. <laughs> mm. mm-hmm. Less on the to-do list. Yeah. Two things off the, the to-do list a day. Make time to just be and just to walk through nature, take a walk, silence the cell phone and just be present, you know, Mm -hmm. be with yourself, connect with yourself. Do you think that people are busy to be busy because they struggle to just be, to just be still? Yeah. Yeah. People need distraction. Yeah. And so it's about being busy so they don't have to look at anything else. Mm-hmm. And, and, and almost a badge of busyness, almost like we are out trying to out busy each other because it makes us feel a certain way, but that's just an illusion. Yeah. And then, you know, a lot, one of the things that I try to raise awareness around is the masculine feminine and to notice when we are so in our, you know, productivity, when we're so busy, 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 and we have gotten away from receiving and how important it is to receive and to just nourish and to restore and to be. Mm-hmm. So that feminine energy. And so we, when we can tune into our own energy and notice when we're very much in the masculine, masculine, then we can make those adjustments and, you know, bring us, bring ourselves back into balance. Yeah. What now? The, okay. So this is a, this is a, this is a, one of those big questions. What is one thing that would shift things for people on this planet, one thing we can do that would shift the energy, shift the way things are on this planet. I'm just going to go to breathe, you know, Mm. just make time to breathe, make time to meditate, make time to be still and to just create space. Mm -hmm. Mm Well, you know, and I ask, I ask you all these questions because I too see so much suffering and it, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm in the voice world, but I see people suffering with how they use their voice. They struggle to use their voice, but you don't have to look very far to see the pain and suffering. And, and, and I guess what I'm trying to, what I want to say, or what I want to ask is people need to realize that, that there is another way. People need to realize that there is a solution, right? I think that a lot of people feel stuck and resolved that, well, this is just this is just the way it is. Do you see that? Oh yeah, I mean all day long, and and I think that people don't realize they don't think they're like uh, a lot. The assumption is how could a, how could 
breathing actually creates so much change. That's not yeah. possible. We need to, you know, spend a million dollars on some kind of magical, you know, <laughs> wondrous cure in order to see world change or to see any change within us within ourselves. And so, you know, when we can realize, when we can look at the evidence, the amazing evidence that, uh, and all the studies and the research that just by meditating or breathing, uh, and, you know, turning to healing modalities, uh, of the holistic and the esoteric as well, we can then begin to alleviate all that suffering, uh, you know, one by one, moment by moment. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's really, it's almost like we need to get back to simplicity that we got so complex with all this technology and all these phones and all this amazing stuff. And it's all amazing, but it's almost like, I mean, breathing is simple. Everybody can do it. 1000%. I mean, absolutely. Yeah. There's so much access now, you know, whether it's um, the Calm app or going to Headspace, the Headspace app, or all the centers for meditation and you know, just turning on a YouTube or getting mm. guidance through YouTube or, you know, coming to uh, sites like mine or yours or, you know, to learn how to breathe efficiently, doing it five minutes a day, 10 minutes a day, better. Yeah, right. Right. Yeah. And that requires to stop being busy Oh yeah. for 10 minutes. And that's, you know, maybe people start with five minutes. Is that yeah. what you would tell the person that says, I can't sit down for five, for 10 minutes? Yeah. That it's, it's better to start with three minutes than nothing at all. Absolutely. Yeah. Hopefully that will become contagious once they start to feel a little freer or, you know, more space. Yeah. So you are joy and your approach is the, your method is the joyful approach. So what in all of this work brings you the most joy? oh that's such a beautiful question and I I I literally like it's hard it's actually like I I just need to take a moment to just breathe in because I feel so much gratitude in this moment for this life that I get to live Tracy Mm -hmm. and it's truly living this life day in day out living my passion living my purpose my purpose to help others and to live in alignment you know it is truly it's such a gift. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, and you turned it around, you know, you were in a bad place and you turned it around, you turned your whole life around. And yeah. so there, there really is hope for everyone, isn't there? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I look back at the first, you know, chapter, I want to call it the first chapter of my mm-hmm. life. And, um, I don't want to say I was a miserable person, but I did suffer a lot. I mm-hmm. suffered with, with grief and sadness and then illness. And um, I went through lots of hurdles in my life. And today um, I just soak up, literally soak up every moment of life. Literally. It is remarkable. I never have enough of it. It's a continuous, eternal journey of learning and growing and sharing in joy and love and play. Uh, I never felt better. I never felt better uh, energetically. I physically, I'm, I'll just share that I'm 46 years old. 
Um, I'm, a, I'm an athlete and I, my performance is wonderful. I feel stronger than ever. I feel healthier than ever, more vital and optimal. I just had my first grandbaby. My daughter just had a baby. You know, it's just like, there's so much joy in my life that I get to, to, uh, enjoy and, and then to work with people and bring community together and to help impact other people's lives. It's truly, it's such a a blessed life that I get to live, but it was a work in progress. You know, it Mm -hmm. took time and work and dedication and devotion Mm -hmm. to experience what I'm experiencing now. So. And not just impact people's lives, literally transform their lives, literally transform their lives into something magical. I wonder if in relation to self-care and, and all of these things, if people fear criticism about mm-hmm. the place that they're at and, and judgment. Yeah, for sure. And there's so much, um, you know, fear of shame too, and yeah. not wanting to be seen and yeah. or to be seen. And this, the, you know, the container that I always try to facilitate right when um, I facilitate a group or, you know, open up a session is the safety to really feel seen and to let that all go. And that's what the, you know, the, I'm sorry, my healing sessions are about is the really releasing the, the shame mm-hmm. um, because shame is the one of the lowest, lowest frequencies. And lots of us experience shame and, you know, have mm-hmm. experienced so much shame, especially from childhood. Yeah. So we really want to release that and let that go. Yeah. Shame is huge. And I tell you what, I'm going to get up there into that container of hers one of these days. I'm getting up there in the East Coast. I'm going to get in that container. I know. And I tell you, this is the kindest, sweetest, most loving human I've ever met. All right. I'm going to shift gears completely because I, I don't even know that much about this work that you do, but I think the listeners would be fascinated to hear. They hear you use a term called breath work. Mm-hmm. Now talk to us about that. What is it? What's the point of it? What does it do? Give us, give us the rundown because I'm, I'm intrigued. Okay. Um, so breath work, AKA magic, <laughs> is something that I found um, a few years ago. And it was my first, during my first session of breath work, which I had was completely clueless about. I was like, Oh, I'm going to try this thing. It looks like might help with something or might be interesting. And in my first session, um, I healed what 20 years of therapy, psychotherapy could not, and all different modalities could not heal, which was grieving the loss of my brother. That was like never going away. I thought it was going to be with me forever. That sadness and the PTSD that I lived with. And so I just needed to know what this stuff was and I had to research. And then I just became hooked and addicted. And then I started bringing it to my practice. But what it is, is it's an active meditation. It's a very ancient pranayama where we're almost like exercising with the breath and the circular rhythmic breath that allows us to bypass the conscious mind that we're you know, so used to mm-hmm. uh, leading with the conscious mind and mm-hmm. it allows us to access the subconscious and to pull up lots of stored energy from the subconscious that's been hanging out in our lowest chakras in our like 
you know, lower parts of our belly and our, um, you know, sacral area and, um, and our root chakra and all of that, that stored energy has been really holding us back from living with freedom and love and joy and all the beautiful vitality and the, and the creativity that we're so used to living with. And so when we can free up and move that energy, we start to feel like all of this lightness and it's just magic. It really is. And it's a way, it's almost like a vehicle. The breath is almost a vehicle that allows us to really connect with our, our soul and our deeper essence that we've been so um, lost from. Like we, we, I mean, I feel like it, it's almost like we've put bandages over the soul, over our authentic mm. essence, our younger, you know, innocence that um, we just keep masking because of, you know, what society tells us we need to be or conditioning or the traumas that we've experienced in our lives and family um, trauma or drama or, you know, and it's just like all of this stuff that's just been like causing all this debris in the body. And so when we can breathe in this rhythmic breath, we'll experience like almost like a visceral, uh, experiencing that is just wild. And we don't really, you know, understand it. Some people are like, what just, you know, I felt like I was floating and some people say I was submerged underwater. Some people are vibrating. Like it's just, there's so many different things that you are you can experience. Um, I work with essential oils and different tools and modalities to amplify the healing along with um, what I brought into my practice is like more of like shamanic working with the earth, uh, mama earth and the, the medicine wheel, um, you know, mystical and Reiki healing as well, all into this alchemy along with the breath work. Cause it just feels like the right, um, um, medley of of healing that i i've i don't know designed for this for this um practice sounds like people just float out of there so they joyful do. yes they do yeah, they, right yeah it's just this incredible experience and um you know i also facilitate over a biomad there's a lots of like little things that make it feel even more delicious. And um, I always conclude with a beautiful sound harmony, sound um, symphony um, with a gong. It's almost like there's a hundred monks just chanting and changing Mm. vibration and and crystal bowls and chimes and the sound of the ocean drum and all these sounds that bring the body back into balance and back into harmony and the physiological body for restoring. Mm -hmm. So when people come here, I I would say it's more of an immersion. It's Mm -hmm. not just a, like a healing session or anything like it. And it's really um, an immersion for someone to go on a journey to connect with their soul. Yeah. And do you always use all those modalities or do you read into when the person comes in, which ones of them they need for their own experience? Yeah, it's completely intuitive. Um, yeah. For example, someone I might feel needs way more of a feminine, mm. more softer. So I, the music will be different for her. The modalities will be different the way I play it, even on the right side or the the left side, masculine and feminine, 
my, and I just spirit guides me and it's, it's completely intuitive. Most of the times my, uh, my eyes are even closed when wow. I'm facilitating. So yeah, it's very, very different for each person. Yeah, that is amazing. Now I really have to get up there. (laughs) (laughs) Now you see, you work with people individually and you lead some groups and tell us how we can work with you. Oh, okay. So I do virtual sessions. They're also really powerful and Mm. very, yes, I do. um, I do Sky, uh, sorry, I work through Zoom as well. And The only difference is that they're not getting touch and they, they will receive the sound bath, which I find is definitely powerful. Um, the energy healing is also uh, pretty powerful through Zoom. And, um, you know, they're not lying on the biomed. There's, you know, some differences in, in the mm-hmm. sessions, but uh, virtuals are great. And also, um, and then the in, in-person sessions are in New York city. Um, I get requests when I'm in LA, but you know, I don't, I don't have my full set up there. And so it's not as easy. So in New York, um, I have a beautiful sacred space that's set up with lots of intention. It's also really, really, uh, calming in here. So people like to come and they like to retreat here and just enjoy a little tea after their session and have a little time to journal Mm -hmm. after a session, which is really helpful. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then, um, people can hire me also what's really, really impactful are these group sessions. So sometimes it's a group of friends. I also do couples work. Um, I just recently had a beautiful couple, session where, you know, this, there was a lot of uh, intention for a sacred love. So I loved, you know, I'm very into creative ways of working with people and events for corporate. I have a big uh, corporate event coming up soon and, you know, retreats as well. Um, Celebrations. Yeah. You know what I thought about when you were saying that, you know how for for a time, and I know you know this, but for a time that's been very popular for the bridesmaids before the wedding to go, there's your bridesmaid event right there. There's your, you know, fly to New York and hang with Joy for like a week on her mats and stuff. That would be the best bridesmaids trip. That's way better than boozing it up in Austin, Texas. I love that. I mean, that would be my, if I, you know, that would be my choice. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. You, boy, I'm telling you what, listeners, listen up. If you're getting married, I, my neighbor's getting married. I'm going to go tell her. I didn't even <laughs> think of that until this conversation right now. All right. Well, I've got just a couple more questions for you and then I'm going to let you go. Now, these are the tough questions. Well, they're not, right. I don't want to set it up that way, but <laughs> the, um, what is our own personal greatest gift that we do not see? Mm, I love, I love, love this question. You know what, Tracy? We are all capable of being our own healer. We're all capable of being our own teacher. We're all capable of being our own guru. It's just a matter of tuning in Mm. and trusting Mm. in the higher self. Yeah, I love that. I love that answer. Mm-hmm. All right. Now here's an even bigger one. That was for individuals. Mm-hmm. Now, what is one thing that, and it may be the same answer. I don't know. What is one thing 
that each of us could do that would shift things in a positive direction for this planet? My entire body is like vibrating right now. <laughs> <laughs> I know mine too. <laughs> my favorite um, thing to talk about is if we could only create more space in our time to be present through breathing, through meditation, I think the world would be a lot more peaceful. And as a collective, we come into the vibration of love through kindness, through harmony. And so if we can just pause a little bit more in our day and be more intentional about, you know, just stopping to really stop all the noise and really create that time to breathe and to meditate a little bit. Mm -hmm. I think it would make huge, huge impact. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If we could just slow down, then we, I think would have, and and do that, that you recommended. I think we'd all have a whole lot of joy. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show. It was it was just such a personal honor for me because I know you, but I, I just you are truly a joy, and I know the listeners have have loved every minute of this. So oh, thank you. Thank you. What an honor. I'm so humbled and grateful, Tracy. You've been such a mentor to me and such a gift in my life. You know that I I just every moment. I mean, is such a blessing to be with you and to learn from you and what you've, the way you've opened up my voice. I've never even experienced my voice to be so expressive and, um, you know, and it's, and it's just a beautiful, a beautiful way to, to really uh, express myself and to get closer to my authentic self as well. Oh, for sure. For <laughs> sure. And you are just doing it you are just out there revealing who you really are. And that's so that, you know, let that listeners, let that be a piece of inspiration for you. Because if you do the work, the magic really will happen. Really will. Okay. Well, this has been amazing. I'm so glad that you were able to, to come and join me today. Now, how do people find you? We've got we got the website. I know you maybe got the website, got some new things working on the website or soon. Yeah, I'm actually updating the website right now, but um, it is, it's there. It's called thejoyfulapproach.com. Mm-hmm. So you can definitely tune into my website. Make sure to subscribe to my, um, my subscribers list or uh, and sign up for newsletters. I'm always posting events and uh, just some gifts that I share, little videos or um, just some tips and tools mm-hmm, to um, embark on. And then there is also uh, my Instagram handle, which is the joyful approach. Uh, lots of IGTV yeah. stories. And I have a course that is going to be developed very soon. It's called the joyful approach life, life system. So there's definitely many things that you can sign up for. <laughs> well, and I will alert you guys. Definitely go uh, follow Joy on Instagram. She's got an amazing channel. She's always popping in and doing videos and all kinds of a really incredible things. And of course, the website. But I will give you a, I'll let you know when that course is out because I've got my eye on it and I'll keep an eye on it. I'll let you know 
I definitely want you to check out her work. I just, obviously, you know by now, I just can't say enough beautiful things about this woman. I think she's doing extraordinary work in the world. And I'm just, I'm just honored that I got to be a part of the journey. Oh, thank you so much, Tracy. You know how mutual the feelings are. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show. It was just a great conversation. I had so much fun. Thank you. And thank you, listeners. As always, I just love being on this voice journey with you. But I'm going to wrap it up for today. And until I see you next time, you know what to do. Get out there and speak your truth. Just do it beautifully. Thanks for listening to Captivate the Room with Tracy Goodwin. You can reach out to her at CaptivateTheRoom.com and be sure to grab The Voice Formula, a free video series that will help you start making a bigger impact with your voice today. If you've enjoyed this episode, please leave a review on iTunes. 